the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Squirrel, I want you to work on that. Get the sound bite. You're once, twice, three times a loser. And I loathe you. I think it's out there. Just search YouTube, the Google machine. It'll tell you exactly the way I'm feeling. Loser, loser, loser. If he had any dignity, he would recognize the fact that they do not want him as the so-called leader. Because he's not a leader. He's a follower. He is a follower of corruption. He is a follower of corporatism. He represents everything wrong with the so-called opposition to the mafia. He's not a Republican. I don't even know what the hell that means. What he is, is a step and fetch to corruption. It's what he has always been, even when he called himself a young gun. With Paul Ryan and Eric Cantor, who was thrown out on his ass the way this scoundrel should be. But in the meantime, we're going to hear from the ideologues, the promoters of fascism, the supporters of the Fourth Reich. It's called the media, but it's anything but. It's a propaganda wing for the government supremacists. And I don't give a rip what any one of these talking mannequins with the powder on their face and their legs all baby oiled up have to say about Jack. Because the reality is, if we're going to change things, it has to change right now. Because what they don't want to tell you is the new Congress is neutered anyway as they jammed in the omnibus bill with the lame duck morons with support from scum like little Adam Kinzinger. As you are uh, on your way out and uh, leaving Congress behind, last year you told the Huffington Post you would love to go up against Trump in the 2024 primary. You said, quote, I think it'd be fun. It would be fun. Are you going to run for president? No, it's not my intention, no. No, because your corrupt, crooked, useless ass is going to get back to the sewer you destroyed. And you're going to pack up your moving truck and your your, uh, arm candy wife and your little simpleton kid. And you're going to get the hell out of Dodge because you are the representative of Illinois Republicans. You're a self-aggrandizing, self-enriching scumbag who is moving to K Street. Little Adam Kinzinger. And the only difference between you and McCarthy is about six inches of height. And that's it, tiny. In the meantime, this is good for the American people. When the morons, who hate you anyway, are talking about what a shambles it's in. The Republican Party is in a shambles. Just check out MSNBC or ABC or CBS or CNN. And all of those people who hold you in contempt all of a sudden are going to tell you how your side is doing. 
Now, this is where I come in because I do not seek the approval of scum Democrats. I don't let them listen to my show. I don't let them call in. I don't surround myself with them. They're the self-enriching pseudo-intellectual frauds who, while they're losing, walk around with their chin up like they're winners. They're scumbags. Frank, let's talk about all this and, and what you think is happening here and what do you think is going to happen. We should also say uh, you are a very close friend of, of Kevin McCarthy's before. Now, you know who he's talking to, Squirrel? Frank the Putz. Frank Lutz. He is the so-called pollster that somehow, somehow rents rooms out to Congress people in Washington, D.C. He's got a dog on his head. He wants you to believe his hair. He's been wrong for 15 years as a pollster. But Frank the Putz Lutz, he's going to talk reason to the American people. Isn't that right, scumbag? Before we get into it. Uh, yes, Sam. I've known him for uh, 29 years now. And I look at where we are in Washington and what the market should expect. And the challenge is that the public actually wants to get things done. Now, see, Frank, you putz, you moron, renting rooms to congressmen in his condo, which, by the way, is worth three million dollars, squirrel. He has a, a, a replica of the Oval Office that cost him in his admission on TV $1 million. How much money's in polling? You see, because the market and the people do not want Washington to get along. They want an argument to stop the bleeding that we've tried to stop for I don't even know how long. I've often said that government is like that old definition of a baby. It's an enormous appetite at one end and no sense of responsibility at the other. <laughs> so this can't go on. <laughs> we have good reason to hope that this week Congress will take a first step toward bringing spending under control. And it'll be just that, really a first step. And that lasted. What that man did to the economy, to the country, lasted in an economic boom like we have not seen since the Industrial Revolution. And he was an outcast by the McCarthy's of the Republican Mafia. So this is a good day. Celebrate this day when scumbags with plastic dogs on their head, they want you to believe his hair, try to look all down at their navel as they try to reason with the irrational ideologues of Americanism. They want the parties to work together on inflation. They want them to work together on immigration. There's new retirement savings legislation. Do you want the parties to work together with this scumbag lying Democrat mafia on anything? I want them to put a stake in the ground and give zero quarter to this kind of mafia that is the Democrat Party. I don't want them to work on anything. I want them to lock up everything. Not a dollar goes without an absolute audit. And I still want you to claw back that fraudulent omnibus bill that was filled with just bribes and payoffs in this pay-to-play scheme that is government spending. You're wrong again, Frank. And by the way, that doesn't look like hair. It looks like plastic stuck to your head, you moron. ...put forward in a bipartisan way in the Senate and the House by Tom Tillis and by John Hickenlooper. And they expect Washington to get it done, to find a way that workers can save for their future. You know what that way is, America? It's if the government was emaciated. 
It's if the only restraints in this country are where they belong in Washington, D.C. Because the more these idiots try to help you, the more your neighborhoods turn into the ghettos that are like creature feature scare movies on the evening news. The problem is this race is pulling the Republican Party apart that you've got good. Now, did anybody nominate Trump for the speaker? Let's really throw a wrench in this son of a gun. Uh, conservatives versus those on the extreme. And right now it's going to it looks. So what's a conservative is Kevin McCarthy, who's been in Congress since 06. Is this moron, this failure, this inept, feckless, bribed whore? Is this a conservative? Kevin McCarthy, is he a conservative? I don't think he is. I think he is exactly what he's always been called today. Right. Loser. Very difficult for Kevin to put together a majority on the first ballot, because unlike what Ronald Reagan alerted us to, that if you're 80... Ronald Reagan would have laughed at you, and he would have been confused by your hair. He would have stared at you like a dog hearing a whistle far off in the distance, because you're not even close to a spokesman for anything other than how a moron, a fat slob with plastic on his head can afford a $4 million condo. I still want to know how that works, fatso. 5% or 90% in agreement to your allies rather than enemies or traitors. That's not the way Washington works so what happens? Washington has never worked. Washington has corrupted a free economy. Washington has put restraints on entrepreneurs, on businesses, on corporations. It has managed to backdoor nationalize every aspect of our economy, every principle and fundamental common denominator of the energy sector. Did you know, Squirrel, I bet you didn't read this, Macy's, Macy's, the arguably one of the largest and longest retailers, is closing 150 stores. Now, you all saw what happened on Michigan Avenue on Christmas Day with the ghetto smash and grab. It's a ghetto shopping spree. They break the windows and they steal this stuff and they run back to wear it to CPS. Sure, they do. They don't show up for that either. In the meantime, the idea that a, that a, that a successful store is closing 150 retail outlets, do you think that's just bad for Macy's? How about the people who own the buildings? How about the taxes that pay for the corruption in the sewers of Chicago and New York and New Jersey and California and every other Democrat-run hellhole? So if this isn't fixed today, if we don't start this year in 2023 to make the changes necessary and jam up this system of corruption that is Washington, D.C., then the game is over. Me, I don't think it is. I think there's still hope. Only if we realize there's principles. Taxation, for example, is more than mathematical calculations. It is the harnessing of free people. It is forced labor. And if it goes beyond reasonable bounds, it is a yoke of oppression. It's time to throw off the yoke of oppression by throwing out every rat bastard Republican that even speaks like the fraud Kevin McCarthy, who is the definition of lipstick on a pig. Throw him and everybody who sat there will our national debt quadruple since this idiot even thought about running. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. So I'm going to tell you a quick little story. By the way, did I, I don't, I didn't thank John Anthony. John Anthony, thank you for filling in. Uh, I don't know, who, do you, who was the dummy he brought in that caused all the problems? That was my guy Verlan with the giant head. Yeah, my phone kept ringing every time this idiot opened his mouth. 
First of all, we call her Sideshow Bob Verlan. I, I really don't give a rip if you want to take her to lunch because she's a clown and a liar and a fraud. Let's give a little example of what I mean. And another topic with the new uh, Republican majority coming in, the House Oversight Committee is laying out their new investigations, and they claim to have evidence that Joe Biden lied to the American people about his involvement in his family's business schemes. Did he? So look, um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Uh, House Republicans promised that fighting inflation during the... You see what I mean? So I don't give a rip if Verlan thinks she's pretty. You want to take her out? Why don't you show her a picture of your big giant head? See if that does it for her. In the meantime, she's a clown, an arrogant loser fraud who doesn't tell the truth even when asked directly, which is what a Democrat is. And this is the other point. Do not seek their approval. If they're willing to support this political whore, this dimwit bagman for organized labor mafias and call him president, and not raise an eyebrow to all of the skullduggery America saw as he stole the office, then I don't give a rip what they think about anything. Not my socks, not my suit, not my haircut, not my glasses, not my opinion, and not how the opposition to the Fourth Reich should be managed. So don't give a rip what any Democrat sympathizer has to say about anything. Over the holiday, I only surround myself with people I like. I do not suffer any Democrats, ever. One of the family members had to unfortunately engage in one. And as she was talking to us, she told me how one of their friend's relatives said, oh, you're smarter than that, as he condescended to her for supporting Donald Trump. As this imbecile that he is voted for this whore. Everything wrong with American government, who some call president by the name of Joe Biden. At that point, his opinion of anybody or anything means nothing. Sit in the corner the rest of your life and put a dunce cap on. And don't even think about opening your mouth when it comes to what the actions of the opposition of the Democrat mafia do. Okay, dummy? And that's how you talk to every one of these rats. Because they're wallowing in their ghettos, in their failure. And they still have the arrogance... And the audacity to give advice, shut up and go for a walk in one of your Democrat sewers. That's what I like about Cream Puff Jim. At least he wallows in his little studio apartment waiting for his mystical magical pension that he pretends he earns while doing a Zagat's report on beef stands around the sewer of Chicago. Right, Jim? You're a psychic. You're a psychic. Happy New Year, Chuck. Happy New Year, Chuck. I was going to say that Reagan did everything by astrology. And they should they should consult an astrologist to get the news. Jim, you're doing, something, a- you're doing something that is that is common. You're taking something that Mrs. Reagan did. Like, for instance, if we took what Mrs. Biden did, the tramp that she is, as she left her husband for the political whore Joe Biden and was fluffing him on the side while she was still married in her husband's Corvette, she would be called a whore, a tramp, a side broad. Now you call her first lady, but I stick to what she really is. In the meantime, whatever Nancy Reagan did means nothing to me. What Ronald Reagan did is why you get to live the way you do. And you're going to pretend he wasn't the best president of your life, still reaping the rewards because you were able to work in the Irish Mafia in the sewer of Chicago to get Tony Pension and get a pallet that could define a beef sandwich from any neighborhood in the area. Thanks, Jim, for joining the show. I'm too fat. Mike in Plano. Hey, Sean, you know what I love about the speaker vote today? It is a uh, complete rebuke of Fox News, who had McCarthy coordinated as speaker, even though he never had the votes from day one since the election. 
And, Why do you think uh, that I is, though, that, brother? You know, I love the way you're I thinking. Put, Why do you think that is? Because Paul Ryan, who sits on the board of Fox News, has been running propaganda course. about this dimwit, short in the pants McCarthy from California, who's been good for absolutely nothing except a payoff. That's why. And I put it on today. I put it on today, and they have Ronna McDaniel on, and she was hysterical because she's she's seen her political career flash before her eyes, and she had a total meltdown. First, she blamed Carrie Lake and those fighting election fraud in Arizona, and then she used the left talking points about how this is creating chaos and um, the idea that these four hundred and thirty-five whores have been able to destroy the the integrity of my currency, to backdoor nationalize the economy, and to shake down businesses of all sizes makes me sick to my stomach. And it could not have happened if the representatives we sent there actually represented their people rather than cut themselves into the scam that is Washington, D.C., like Kevin McCarthy perfected. This is a great day, and I hope this rat resigns or gets thrown out for good. Thank you very much, Mike. It's the only chance we got, so I support it wholeheartedly. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, kid. Listen, uh, the question that I have, wouldn't it be better just to vote this guy in now so we can get our agenda going? No. I'm going after Hunter Biden and... Uh, no. And the None of that matters, brother. Committee? This is a neutered so that Congress. doesn't matter at all, huh? Doesn't matter at all, because that, that, that dog has no teeth anyway. All they're going to do is run yeah, for political ads. can we vote him out later? As long as the can Department of Justice is controlled by ferret-faced Merrick Garland, you're done. you got two years of this skullduggery. What you do now is clean your own house, and you start with this imbecile. Because a vote for him is a vote to continue... The status quo that, by the way, since we even started that whole movement where you sent Adam Kinzinger there and this scumbag Irish liar Joe Walsh as the Tea Party guys, they've more than doubled the national debt. They've more than doubled the power of government. So this idea we can clean, we can, let's elect them now and we'll straighten it out later. That's why Obamacare is still wrapped around your neck. If we'd have stood for something in the beginning, we would have not be in this predicament. It's time to break okay. the strength of these, of these so-called Congress people. Thank you very much. They have, you demand their representatives. I don't allow them to pretend to be rulers. I don't care. Oh, 30 days, we'll have another vote. There's something called leadership packs that has started over the last two and a half, three decades. This means scumbags, sitting congressmen like Adam Kinzinger, can start a pack and they can shake down and take backdoor bribes to be tapped later. And they can take the money in those leadership packs and buy the votes of other Congress people, negating the idea of representing their constituents, because now they're just doing what Nancy Pelosi did. Not her husband, stinking up ball-peen hammers, but what Nancy did, building a fortune while doing nothing except corrupting our government. So if you want that to change, you change by throwing a collaborator of Nancy Pelosi. That's what Kevin McCarthy is. That's what he represents. And you take one of these new guys, or you take a guy who's been a thorn in the side of the mafia, and you put him as speaker, whether he wants to or not. Sorry, Jim Jordan. Put your jacket in and strap up and man up. Either that or Byron Donalds or somebody else that cannot be bought. Kevin McCarthy can be bought like juicy fruit. He's nothing more than a political whore with a very 1960s Engelbert Humperdinck hairdo. That bothers me, too. 312-642-5600. 
This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Kabas kalbasit solo kalbasur papoyz goli. Victor Bob, he's having the time of his life. I wonder how many of our weapons he's actually selling to dictators around the world. What do you think? It's, I say he's 70% go missing of that 70%. I say he's got a third. What about you, Squirrel? You want any action? Want some action? Can't bet on football anymore. Apparently you have a heart attack. They stopped the game. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, oh, come on. Don't make that face. 9,270 people die every day. Not one of those did they stop anything for. It's ridiculous. He's alive anyway, isn't he? Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Good for him. Kevin Austin, Texas. Sure. I appreciate you taking my call. Welcome back, and I'm glad that uh, you still have all the uh, the vin and vinegar going on. Hey, this is how uh, I live every day. I was lost I without know. doing the show. I hate days off. Go ahead. I love. It. Anyhow, um, so how does how do? First of all, I want to encourage everybody to call the Illinois or the uh, U.S. House. And let uh, express that you don't want McCarthy to win. That's but right. also, how do you get how do you get rid of Kevin McCarthy Republicans in the Illinois GOP without getting involved in uh, GOP? Uh, you don't primaries. You know, you, you know, don't do that thing Democrats do. Where where today's the first day of our past, the first day uh, of anything we know. Illinois didn't get the way it is overnight. It got there because those who are ingrained in it. Those scum, the upper management, they've right. been willing cohorts to the short in the pants Irish mafia, mostly because so they're, all related. they're all related. So and they all cut up. Oh, I'll get the video poker. I'll get the pot dispensaries. You go ahead. And they like being in second place. So you think you're going to turn around that sewer of corruption? You secede from it. That's what you do. And those southern collier counties or whatever the hell they are that want to secede, support them. And get rid of the corruption that has destroyed, if it destroyed Chicago and Cook County, you think that happened overnight? Now it now well, no, this useful step and fetch, okay, I'm a Democrat. Next thing you know, you're like Jim, uh, the cream puff guy who keeps calling my show, 400 pounds of waiting for a check. No, thank you, baby. you got one life no. to live. I don't have two seconds to waste on that scum, corrupt mafia called the well, Illinois Republican. By the way, I'll bet you $50. Irvin runs for senator when Dick Durbin steps down. You want some of that action, kid? Because he he didn't squander all of the money that Ken Griffin gave him. I don't mean the money he bribed him when he was mayor to to insider trade. I mean the $50 that he gave those scumbags. So he's going to run and pretend to be, I I can get along. I'm a middle of the road rather than what he is, a whore, a step-and-fetch whore. (laughs) I agree with you. And I want to encourage everybody who agrees with you as well to get involved at the precinct level to change the Illinois Republican Party. Or, or you could watch Ron DeSantis' speech from his, his uh, signing in again today and pick your ass up and do the uncomfortable thing that Kevin from Austin, Texas did and get the hell out of that sewer. Thank you for the call. Uh, Teresa, on the Gold Coast, which isn't too shiny anymore. No, it isn't, Sean. <laughs> it's not. Oh my lord! I know. Um, How about the news coming out of it? You know, because I, I, I get. I mean, I have to watch it all. It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. You want gun control? You need scum control, and you need it yesterday. These animals are running wild. 
Running yes, wild. Yes, they are. How about Michigan Avenue Christmas Christmas Day? They smashed the front window. They, what are you, out of your fracking mind? No bail. Yep, How's the safety act going? You had to have a couple of judges save you for now. Dude, please. Exactly. Chicago yeah. Democrats scum. Just keep them out of Florida. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Lucky you. Not so much for me, but... No, but, I, I, it, um, listen, it's not luck. It's stress. You know, I almost went broke again making the move. Same thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 9,270 yeah. people die every day. You got, you got yeah. time to waste on these fracking Democrats? I don't. I know. I don't either. I don't either. And by the way, I am with you on the uh, Bills-Bengals game. They should have kept it going. They should have played it out. It's a but anyway, young um, kid like that. Young kid like oh, that. It is. Tread, There's no, no doubt about it. No question. Absolutely. But, no, how about the kids? How about the nine-year-old that got shot in Chicago? He's a blurb in the news. He looks like somebody right. in the house shot him. All the kind of skin. How about just the average guy? How about the guy that was the bouncer at the at, at New Year's Eve? They shot him. He was a standout, phenomenal guy. I got that clip. Too. Right. It's just disgusting. And- and you're going to make all right. the things for a multi-millionaire who had a heart attack. It's a shame. But the right. lot of guys got shame. shot driving home to their wife for New Year's. Nobody gives a rip about because they were unable to get on the expressway and drove through the sewer of Chicago. Exactly. And the whole thing about a football game is you play it out. It doesn't matter what happens on the field. You play it out. Please. So I mean, I'm, old, it... I'm old enough to remember when Jack Lambert tried to kill people on the football field. Go ahead. Right, 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 exactly. Dick Buckus, stop on you, spit on you, call your mother. Oh, yeah, he didn't care. I don't like this new, help each other up and go to a game afterwards. No, thank you. Go ahead. No, no. Okay, anyway. (laughs) I was just wondering, um, you know, this is the problem. There are no conservative representatives to fight against these disgusting Democrats. I mean, is there even one conservative representative out there fighting against the Democrat, I think ling- Democrat I think trash. It's interesting. I think language is important. And, I, and you know, I, I don't play a lot of Ronald Reagan clips because he uses that word. I don't like that word. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't like conservative. I don't know what it means. Because we yeah, keep okay. sending these idiots there. They keep buying yeah. Brioni $6,000 suits. They keep making themselves worth tens of millions. And we conservatives are way into a, a $40 trillion debt we pretend is $32 trillion when the unfunded liabilities are $200 trillion, And we pretend we're not bankrupt. So right. I, well, this start, is it. Start today. Take this Irishman by that funny hairdo, that Engelbert Humperdinck hairdo. Take him and <laughs> throw him out of the office. Now go sit in the corner and wait for your term to be up, dummy. That's what I think. Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah, I think so too, Sean. Because you're right. There is no such thing as conservative anymore. No. I mean, maybe in your own I know, mind. I'm not a but... conservative. I'm a liberal. I believe in the principles yeah. of Americanism. I want to I fight too. back government supremacists, whether they say they're conservative or they say they're liberal. I want to fight back government supremacists. Thank you. Right. You're an American. That's exactly right. Dana. Drew in Naperville, you're an American, too. Hey, Sean. Happy New Year. Welcome back. I miss Happy, you. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. Hey, one of the uh, candidates that you actually interviewed uh, put a post up back at the beginning of December that said, Richard Porter, who is a senior partner at Kirkland and Ellis, who happens to manage J.B. Pritzker's family interest in private capital, uh, is actually the head of the Illinois. He's the Illinois GOP National Committee man. And I interviewed him. I did. No, it's it was Peggy Hubbard who you interviewed, and and so she outed Richard Porter oh, in a yeah. Facebook post, and uh, so Kirkland and Ellis. 
donated 164k to Kamala Harris, 680,000 to uh, Biden, and 80,000 to the Illinois GOP. That's unbelievable. I want to. I, 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 do me a favor. Uh, have Carlene give you. Uh, our email here at this show and send me that so because I want to I want to go over all that. Yep, uh, I mean, absolutely. Honey, did I say I, I mean Honey Bunny? Send I, it over to Honey Bunny and uh, <laughs> we'll take it from there because this is the kind of systemic corruption where you have the illusion that there's a there's a pushback against the corruption that is the mafia, and you don't. You know, this is the thing I want to do: rip off the fracking blinders. There is no opposition to this mafia. And if there was, we wouldn't be at this point in the decline of the American experiment. We're only here you know, I, because people are whores. And if they're, they're the ones that are making the rules, they'll come up with an idea of a leadership pack. Where right now, Kevin McCarthy is trying to bribe enough new Republicans to get his corrupt ass in the speaker behind the gavel. It's disgraceful, man. Thank you, Make, Drew. It makes me sick. Drew, hang on. Yeah, absolutely. Honey Bunny, get uh, get his stuff. Devin, Golf Breeze, Florida. Hey, Sean. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I, um, I'm happy you're back. I'm, ha- I'm back. Uh, I took a month and a half off from listen- listening to you because I read Atlas Shrugged. And I think it's <laughs> the perfect book. Um, first off, I love the book. Thanks for the... The recommendation. I wish I would have read it sooner. I know. Um, That's how I felt. I think when Kevin I from Austin, Texas, should read it. You know, he keeps promoting uh, to call your your local rep. Um, I think you should secede, like you said. We're men of the mind. Quit giving them your ideas. The only thing uh, you're in control of is your own actions, and you have to make a. You have to. You have to come to the realization that if you don't make yourself uncomfortable, you may be complaining about it. But you're, in essence, willing in the servitude of corruption that the Democrat Party has turned once great areas into. And at a certain point, you have to have the respect for yourself to listen to your own judgment that you've been told not to listen to, to stop seeking the approval of those who loathe you because you believe you are not a slave to anything. And you need to secede either intellectually or physically. This is how Soviets were able to tolerate it who were not communist. They did it intellectually. Some turned to the bottle. But we don't have to do that in this country. There are still an, an, an array of areas that support the idea of Americanism. And that's what you need to do for your sake and your family. Even if they complain, you have to do it. You got one life. Go ahead. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's all I had for you. Uh, all right, now listen. Did you read yeah. the, uh, the New okay. Intellectual by Ayn Rand? And I'm, no, I'm I have not the title, but you got to remember I'm from Melrose Park. I'm lucky I got through the book. But anyway, I'm kidding. I read all of her stuff. From that book, jump now to the new intellectual. You'll love it. Okay. Don't take time off anymore. Got, There's no got, excuse for got, not got, listening to my show. <laughs> huh? It's a 54-hour listen on, on Prime. Come on. I know, but the only reason that, you know, there's only one reason you can't listen to my show, and that's if you're a Democrat, which you are not, so you are allowed to listen. Thank you, Devin. All right. Thank you. Thanks. I got time? Bill, C- Cape Coral, Florida. I was just there, yes. Bill. Yeah, I, I, I got a little damage, not too much. I was very lucky. Anyway. Did you ever go to Big 8 Barbecue? Yeah. That's the best. You go uh, in there, you tell Bill, you tell the other Bill, you're a friend of mine. Go ahead. 
I, two meatballs, too. They were feeding everybody down there that was hurt by the hurricane. But let me get to this point. Um, these guys with this, this poor guy that got hurt in the football field, okay. What about the three guys that fell off the scaffolding? They just had that scaffolding accident. They kept on working. They went right on to working. All these phonies went out there in the middle of the field and knelt down. The only time they knelt down before was on a coffee table in a living room getting some cocaine. They slapped their women around. They dragged them out of an elevator. They yeah. raped them. All these well, cases. Bill, the, to your point, you know, 9,270 people die in this country every day. Yeah. None of them are more important than each other. Exactly. Right. That's what Thank I'm saying. You. These three poor guys were working. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. On the same page. All right. Enjoy the weather. We love you. 84. Keep Thank you, bro. Thank Bye. you, bro. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Enjoy this. Demand. Call Congress. You don't have a representative in Illinois. But you're an American. Call Congress. Tell them this is great. Kevin McCarthy, if he had any dignity, would resign. So we're, we're bypassing all of that and giving each individual taxpayer a choice. What is in their best interest? All right. With all these things or the simplified code, which is pro-growth. It impacts the real estate partnership. Eric The Panther. mom investment partnerships across Four. this country that, frankly, fuel seven out of ten jobs across America. Where in the world do we think these small businesses are going to come up with the money to pay these taxes. People got the independence. They were actually invest to create jobs. And that's what this house should be about. The power of the idea. The power of opportunity. Not to take. Well, I, I think that there's a whole new generation coming along. I look at people uh, like Eric Cantor, who's the uh, deputy whip in the House, and, and uh-huh. Paul Ryan, who's the ranking member of the Budget Committee. I see a new generation of, of Reagan-like uh, Lower tax, more economic growth, but very smart, aggressive younger members. This new Democrat majority went back to their old ways. But they didn't just go back, they went further. They pr- I like him when he, that was from 2010. They sound a little better in 2010. Still the same tired bull dung. Because for the last 12 years, you did jack, you did gats on ghoul. You supported every fascistic move of the Democrat Party. And if you didn't, you are no good at stopping it. So your best excuse is you're just a failure. Get out of the way, dummy. Mary, Wisconsin. Hi, Sean. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mary. So good to talk to you. Um, so I had the pleasure of being in Illinois the last couple days. Um, I crossed the border from Wisconsin. Much um, more difficult, obviously, than coming in from Mexico. Um, but my question for you, Sean, is why are so many people in Illinois still wearing a mask? I do not understand. Like, If you what? can't tell by the people they elect, the vast majority of people in Illinois are morons. Can you not figure that out? Just take a look at who they're electing. J.B. Pritzker won with about four seconds after the after the election was stopped because the vast majority, the good people are trapped for love and affection, for all kinds of guilt and self-loathingness. They cannot leave. But the vast majority of Illinoisans love it corrupt. They love being slaves. They just want in on it. Like my caller, Jim. He got to sit on his fast for 30 years or 20 years and retire with a pension that is not subjected 
to the economy. And it just grows oh. in perpetuity, all because he knew some Irishman that he rubbed his leg. And that's it. Just like a lucky charm, he became a millionaire. See? So, oh, well, I'll see him at the Irish parade. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's just yeah. so weird to me that I had to stop at the Jewel because my kids like cookies from there. The only thing they miss about Illinois are the cookies from the Jewel. And so I went there, and... Half the people are masks, and I'm like, this is psycho, this is why I left, gotta go. Well, Mary, you're the only reason I ever watch the Irish Parade, it's the women, I love them, (laughs) I love the pale skin, they all look very cute, and virtually none of them know what an orgasm is. Thank you very much, Mary. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. In the year 2023, we are supposedly the most advanced civilization in world history. Are we? We're in the only country founded on the Enlightenment and the principles that no man is a slave to another. That government is supposed to be a representative republic rather than a ruling class. In the 20th century, there was a writer, he was one of my favorites, and he kind of, uh, kind of warned us that this could potentially happen. How do you equate Hitler's use of propaganda with the way that propaganda, if you will, is used, let us say, here in the United States? Are you suggesting that uh, there is a parallel? Needless to say, it's not being used in this way now. But uh, uh, the point is, it seems to me, that there are, are methods at present available, methods superior in some respects to to Hitler's method, which could be used in a bad situation. I mean, what I feel very strongly is that we mustn't be caught by surprise by our own advancing technology. This has happened again and again in history. Technology has advanced, and this changes social conditions, and suddenly people have found themselves in a situation which they didn't foresee and doing all sorts of things they didn't really want to do. It's creating a one-pointed drumming in of a single idea all the time. It's obviously an immensely powerful instrument. That doesn't explain the last two years. What does? My next guest is the co-chair of the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. His name is Kevin Jenkins. Kevin, thank you for joining me. How are you? Thank you, Sean. I'm doing well. I hope you had a great um, New Year, and I call it This is the God Year, where we get all the work done for God and preserve humanity, preserve our body sovereignty, preserve what family means, and preserve what you know our children should be, boys and girls enjoying life in America. And I think these last three years have, has been an awakening for all of us, and we've got a lot of work to do. So thank you for allowing me to come on your show and have this conversation. Well, you know, this is something I've been aware of since uh, Huxley kind of prepared us for this. In the mid-19th century, or the 20th century, excuse me. And, uh, you know, I didn't think it was possible, because I'm lucky enough to be born in the 60s. The idea of government censorship, the idea of government mandates and government force, and government placing you under house arrest and taking away your freedoms, is something that it, it would have went nowhere up until the year 2020. 
I'm shocked. I'm horrified. And I realize the only way that could have happened is if my people, the American people, were successfully propagandized. And that could not have happened without collusion between those demagogue wannabes, the authoritarians, as I call them, the Fourth Reich, the government supremacists, and social media companies. Am I wrong? Mm. No, you're absolutely correct. I like government supremacists. I like that. <laughs> Feel free to steal that. There will be a charge. I, did. I'm going, I just wrote, I just wrote <laughs> it down. I'm going to give you a fee for it. I got to tell you, it was great. I got to tell you, I think the awakening that we you are talking about, and, and if this did not happen, think about it. We all now know all of the agencies that have been captured. We all now know what the World Health Organizations were doing. Some of us knew it, but I think a lot more people understand it now. We all know what Big Pharma and Big Tech and the banking industry and our government and what they've been planning to strip us of our humanity, strip us of our rights, strip us of our body sovereignty. You know, the Big Pharma is saying, okay, we want you to be focused more on sick care as opposed to well care. Big Tech is saying, you know what? Thank you for enjoying all of our platforms. And now we have all our information, and our job now is to destroy your voice, destroy the First Amendment, destroy the Constitution, destroy the Constitutional Republic. Now we look at education. We've been t- saying this for decades that the, the education um, unions have been destroying public education. We didn't do anything about it. Now we see the destructive forces that are now driving education from higher education to you know, grammar school to high school. Now we know. Now there's no one on planet Earth unless you want to live in the dark. If you're living in the light, you now know that we've been a part of one of the greatest psyops of all time. Yes. And at the Zelenko Freedom Foundation, we're all focused on, you know, what Dr. Zelenko wanted us to be focused on before he passed away. He says, Kevin and Ann, I want you to spread truth like the mantra, uh, like a mantra. And that's what we're doing by creating a foundation that we want that we want to maintain its sustainability so we can be the anti-Bill Gates Foundation. So when you look at what we're doing at the Linko Foundation and building new leadership, incubating new businesses that move us up, moving us out of sick care to well care, when we talk about reimagining what communities look like, when we talk about what faith, family, and freedom is, I think that this foundation is probably going to be one of the most important institutions of our time because we're not addressing just the crises, we're addressing the solution. And I think it's a critical cool point in history that we all start to understand that this is not about race this is about not about class it's about power and control and they've been working in in the public stripping us of that um for decades and i think now we all understand all of these social constructs that have been putting our way was only put there to confuse us only put there to control us now put there to destroy us and in fact we have Hours, hundreds of hours, thousands of hours of the world tour of a comfortable fascism promoted by such scoundrels like Bill Gates. Bill Gates, who is not even a college graduate, has no formal education, yet because of his monopolization of, call it big tech, he's been able to buy off competition and corrupt systems to where he becomes an overlord. A world oligarch. This is something he's been working on for decades, and we have the video evidence. Yet, you still have 80, 90% of Illinoisans. I say this because the, the show is broadcast out of Illinois. I don't live there anymore, but it's broadcast there. And you think about New York and New Jersey, and you think about the willful ideological slaves of the government supremacists, and they're willing to buy this man's sales pitch as if he was a religious figure. It is mind-boggling to me. 
that people do not remember who Bill Gates was in the 90s, the PR revivement he had in the year 2000, and now somehow he's an authority on taking my freedom away? It's outrageous to me. Well, you know, I'm not surprised by any of this because as Americans, we've given our power away, and I think now we want to reclaim that power but I don't think people understand what it's going to take to reclaim that power. You know, revolutions of consciousness is not pretty. We have a lot of work to do to reclaim ourselves, reclaim our families, reclaim this, reclaim this country. We gave our power away, John. We gave it away. Yes. We gave it away for a little bit of comfort. And now guess what? That little bit of comfort has led to a nothing but its enormous destruction. So we have a lot of work to do, but we have to do the work by getting past our denial about what we've done to each other. You know, they told us to hate each other because of our race. They told us to hate each other because of our class. They told us to go to church every Sunday, go to the mosque every um, Friday, go to the temple every Friday and worship God. But all along, those institutions were working with some of the greatest global tyrants of their time to strip us of our faith. They want to rewrite the DNA of our faith. They want to strip hope away from us. They want to destroy our children. So at the end of the day, you know, we have to take responsibility for the government that we funded and we created and gave all our control to, and we still are looking for them to guide us out of this storm. The only thing that's going to guide us out of the storm is our God courage. The only thing that's going to guide us out of the storm is having conversations like I'm having with you. The only thing that's going to guide us out of the storm is to destroy these social constructs well, that have trapped us into this hate narrative where we can't get together to fight against the enemies that we know to be true. I want your thoughts on this. Because I believe the idea of what Americanism is, the idea of federalism, and the principal foundation of this country kind of predicted the centralized corruption that is Washington, D.C. And in those founding documents and in the principles of this country came the right of individual states to separate from the corrupted states. And I say this to you because mm-hmm. I'm a mm-hmm. Chicagoan. Mm-hmm. I was proud of it, but there's an undeniable reality. We don't have a a, a political party. We have a mafia that runs it. It's very rich. It's a very powerful. It's a very sought-after mafia that has a continued flow of membership. That mafia, in my opinion, cannot be torn asunder. It is in the control of an entire state now. This last election solidifies that. I think there has to be a move where good people go to high ground, as I call it, states that still believe in those principles of federalism and still believe in the Enlightenment, and put in the paperwork and secede from Washington, D.C., which is Caligula for nerds. It is, it is a political whorehouse, and they ain't changing. What do you think of that? I think you're absolutely correct. I think not absolutely correct. You're 100% correct. Yeah. And when people talk about separation, you know, I'm always mindful of the fact when you say that, oh, you're succeeding from something. No, we are now saying this is what government looks like for us. This is what family looks like for us. This is what the nation looks like for us. This is what this Constitution Republic looks like, looks like for us. And whatever you want it to look like, we're not going to be a party of it. And if we have to leave these states, if we have to leave these dystopian hellholes, if we have to leave these institutions that have been brainwashing our children, we are now prepared to do that. I call that either choosing darkness or the light. So we are the people of the light, and this is what we're doing. So COVID activated all of this thought, 
all of this energy to finding out what the truth is. They never thought that this small population of people, this 1%, this, the third of the country, the third of the world, was going to stand up against the tyranny of their time. They were shocked because wealthy, powerful people believe they're right about everything. And wealthy, powerful people believe they can control everything. But wealthy, powerful people always miss the point. People will wake up. People will find their God courage. People will stand in the gap for humanity. They did not expect it. They miscalculated because right. you know why? Because God always wins. I always tell people, if you don't put it in that context, no matter how you feel about the system, no matter how you feel about individuals, you will miss the overall point that this is a battle. This is a battle for it all. This is the final battle that will either we reclaim ourselves as free, sovereign individuals or slaves. And we have to make that decision. And this idea that we are going to get mercy from the master, this is wrong. This idea that I have to seek the approval of the ideological fascist and Marxist and tyrant and communist, this is wrong. I don't give a rip what they say. I think it's time to go to areas that have shown themselves to be steeped in the principles of Americanism, come together from those areas, and build the wall on the state borders to a certain extent. It's time to do that. That's well, in the founding it's, it's, but it's of our document. But it's, happening, but it's happening already. I mean, I can't tell you about Texas, but I can tell you in Florida where I just moved to coming from New Jersey. I come from a political family in New Jersey. We're developers. We understand business. We understand, you know, what it means to build communities and, you know, communities being thriving marketplaces for business. We get that, right? But what we're seeing now is that these major cities that are brought into this dystopian theology of, you know, poverty and victimhood, they're going to die. They're going to fail. And states like Florida, if we can stay firm and manage all of the things that we believe is true around freedom, we win the day. Yeah. Florida and other states are going to continue to keep working because Florida is the model. Who would have ever thought Florida would be the model for the rest of the country to reclaim state rights, to reclaim the First Amendment, Second Amendment, to yeah. reclaim the Constitution, the Bill of Rights? Who would have ever thought that it would have been Florida that would be the guidepost for freedom? No, I don't yeah. think anybody would have thought Every that. Floridian that's and moved I, here in the last 24 months. I've got two questions for you because I'm running out of time. Tell my people yeah, where they can go to support the Zelenko Freedom Foundation, please. You can go to ZFreedomFoundation.org. Um, we have a major event that's happening March the 11th, the Zelenko Freedom Awards. We have some brilliant, magical, powerful, effective people being honored by um, the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. I mean, we have a full day of panels, and then we have the gala where we'll be honoring some of the greatest Americans that have stood in the gap for us to fight against the tyranny of our time. Look, the Zelenko Freedom Foundation is real clear. Building future leaders, incubating new businesses to move us out of sick care to well care, looking at how we build new communities where we can have our children thrive as real socialized and you know, effective human capital for the future of this company, country. And I, we understand what it means to be the anti-Bill Gates Foundation. And I'm very, very excited about what we're doing at the Zelenko Foundation. But Dr. Zelenko was really a phenomenal human being, a country doctor that took all of what he knew and what he believed in and stood up against the tyranny of his time. And he wanted us to stand up for him and his legacy, and that's why he wanted the Zelenko Foundation to be created, to not only protect his legacy, not only can under, understand what his legacy was about, but working together so we can build a better America. And i got to tell you, at the Zelenko Freedom Foundation, you can join us, come become members, become part of our warrior our class, you know, fighting for all of the things that are true to be an American, 
And please come and support us at our event March the 11th. And you're going to love it. I think it's going to be important. And these three individuals that are going to be acknowledged um, on that day, like Christy, um, Judy Mikovits is going to be getting the Zelenko Freedom Award. And we're getting ready to make two announcements that are going to just be incredible for people that we're going to be honoring um, for what the, the work they've been doing to save this planet and save this country and fight for every child on the planet. I want you to know you have an open invitation. If there's anything I can do, we I have appreciate a lot of it, listeners. I appreciate it. I want it. you to come back. And I also want to know... Uh, what part of Florida are you in? Because I'm in Southwest, and uh, I'll bring the cigars. You tell me what part you're in. <laughs> I'm in Wesley Chapel. So I'm in Wesley Chapel, and, and it's really been great. Um, I'm enjoying Florida. I'm really enjoying Florida. Look, being a New Yorker, New Jerseyan, there's nothing better than Florida. Once you come here, there's a different energy, and it's a different discussion about freedom, and you can see it all over everybody's face. And I hope everybody in Florida hears me that you have to protect it. We have to be the gate, um, a gateway for truth and a gateway for what this country should look like in the 21st century. I, I love the fact that no matter where I go, there are people from these former Democrat mafia states who come here and want to shore it up so it never resembles the areas we all fled from. And I want to thank yeah. you for being a part of that. And uh, I'm going to tell you after the show, I'm going to go to the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. I'm going to join myself. I'm going to ask my listeners to join. It. And I look forward, Kevin, to meeting you. Kevin Jenkins, thank you so much for making time for me. And thank you, my friend. And I hope to see you soon. Absolutely. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I don't want to take any more time off, bro. I mean, I sent Honey Bunny, had to be 50 had to be 50. I was sending her clips the day I was off. You have to fight constantly. You have to recognize what you're fighting. This idea that Kevin McCarthy is going to do anything different is outrageous. Kevin McCarthy and Republicans like him need to be shunned, not put in leadership positions. They're not leaders. They're followers. They're assets of the corrupt system that has bankrupted this country. $32 trillion. When they started the Tea Party, what was it, eight, nine? Moron. If he had any dignity, he'd retire and be thankful he's not Japanese. Uh, Glenn Oakbrook. Hey, Sean. Happy New Year. Um, January 1st, 1863, very important document signed by Abraham Lincoln. Nobody talks about the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. Where's every, where everybody in Washington talking about this a very important date? They were celebrating Stefan Bandera's birthday, which is also January 1st. Did you know that? No. And the Ukrainian parliament that we've given $110 billion to tweeted out what a great day it was when that Nazi-murdering scum... Stefan Bandera was born. So I'm not quite sure anybody knows what it is. They think it's a day off work the next day, and that's all they're focused on, Glenn. But you're in Oak Brook. You probably work 365 days because you have to pay your taxes. Thank you, Glenn. You're 100% right. Mike in Beverly. Happy New Year, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Uh, you had very animated uh, guest, guest hosts last week, and they were talking about the Civil War and the causes for the Civil War. And the cause for the Civil War is exactly what the last guest said, and it was the South wanting to get out of the corrupt North because they were trying to impede on them. 
Well, that's a part of it. We, I actually had to call in that day. My phone blew up. I had to call my show as I gave one instruction, and one instruction only, don't break it. And apparently they tried to break it. So, yes, I'm all aware of it. You know, they, they listen, it was about slavery. That was a definite component. But there's a lot that went into that. And, yes. you know, what never gets talked about is there are 13 states that, got, that abolished slavery without firing a shot. And this is something that needs to be talked about. But this isn't about slavery in one sense or another of a race. This is about slavery of a citizen. And I reject yeah. that as much as I rejected the idea you could hide behind it if, if it was a race. See, I'm not willing to be a slave either. And that's what this corrupt oligarch government has managed to do to those people who are not in on the scam, who are not mafia members. You know, I was reading something today. A hundred million Americans are just on Medicaid. Now factor in, Mike, how many Americans derive their sustenance from government welfare in one form or another. And then factor in how many are subsidized for their abusive scam of their Obamacare which is meant to destroy competition and destroy the free market of health care. Absolutely. So, in the last bill they paid in March, they allocated $356 billion of new tax money that would go to subsidize people with Obamacare to, to hide that it costs so much money. This country has been, has been bankrupted for years. This particular administration is on a fast track to do it. They're in the express lane, and they will do it unless there's a strong pushback from what is supposed to be an opposition rather than step-and-fetch mafia members like Kevin McCarthy. So this is good news. I think we have a good opportunity. I mean, I'm not overly optimistic, but it's nice to be aware that at least we're starting the year off by recognizing the problem. Thank you very much, Michael. Hopefully it, hopefully it opens eyes. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Now get out of Beverly because it's dangerous. Uh, I want to give you a little insight into what was on 60 Minutes last night. Not that I watch 60 Minutes anymore. I don't. I just watch um, certain clips that are the next day as Leslie Stahl and numerous Marxist propagandists destroyed what the 60 Minutes used to be. The vast majority of people with obesity simply can't afford Wagovi, and most insurance companies refuse to cover it, partly because, as AHIP, the Health Insurance Trade Association, explained in a statement, these drugs have not yet been proven to work well for long-term weight management and can have complications and adverse impacts on patients. Do you know what the, the why they're doing this? This is to massage you, squirrel. This is to fluff you, to divert your attention, to propagandize you into not recognizing the real problem in this country, where 85%, not just the amount of people that died were clinically obese of COVID, 80% of people on welfare in this country are battling obesity, you fat bastards. It's the only disease you just stop feeding the pie hole. In the meantime, they came up with some scam medicine that's $3,000 a shot that insurance companies don't want to cover, so now the welfare system's going to cover it. These low-life leeches have you eight ways to Sunday. What we've seen so far is really nausea, vomiting. You know, that's why these drugs are dope. All good. All good if you're a fat slob. Throw it up. Stick a finger down your throat. Try bulimia. Get off of the sandwiches, fatso. Slowly and starting with low doses. Oh, and build up. And build up. Dr. Apovian says... They're victims. They're claiming that they're victims. I didn't bite a Big Mac and shove 50 of them down your throat as an appetizer, Pritzker. 
Most of the side effects go away over time. We are frustrated every single day when we see patients who desperately need to lose weight. Yeah, because you have to look at them with their fatness hanging off of the table. Not to mention if there's stirrups involved, then you can't look away. Reduce the diabetes, reduce the hypertension, stroke, heart disease, and we can't give them this fabulous. So gone are the days of just stop stuffing your pie hole. Now we've got a drug that makes you lose weight after you stuffed a thousand dollars of welfare cheese down your throat every month. It's outrageous. This whole damn thing is outrageous. Craig Mount Greenwood. All right, Craig is done. He's got tired. He fell asleep. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. Happy New Year. Listen, you know, what's going on in Washington is just perfectly fine with me. They're not getting anything done today. That's one good thing. But the other thing is they need, we really need to focus in why these guys can go there for short periods of time, hunker down, and make a big living out of being in Washington, D.C. It's a magical place. Don, did we you see how they went it. home? They went home and they made a big deal about, oh, we got to go back tomorrow. Well, that's called a job, you lazy bastards. <laughs> in the meantime, you know, you can go raise money from your constituents you want to show government favoritism and spread our money around to on the next day. Absolutely. I'm so sick of them Absolutely. pretending they actually do something instead of really are the face of the real problem in this country. Corrupt government. Thank you very much, Don. Yeah. Cheapest day in the world is when they're not working. Jan Hoffman Estates. Hey, Sean. I'm happy New Year to you. Listen, I was I missed part of the football game yesterday, and when I got back to it, it was suspended. So I was just, you know, w- waiting for, you know, what happened. Was there a lightning strike or whatever? So I called a friend to find out. A young man had a heart attack. What appears to be a heart attack, and uh, they called I know, team. but why did they not, you know, just pause the game and go on? I mean, there are so many atrocities that happened with the Do government. Do you remember? I was a kid. I was a kid when it happened. But Dick didn't Dick Buck is... Tackles or the guy had a heart attack. He died, and they just you know he went on and tackled. Had had this game of his life. I think he had four yeah, more sacks the, after that. Jack Lambert used to bite Somebody steel, got... pretending he could chew through someone's neck. I don't know. It's a different world now. No, but look at January sixth. Ashley Babbitt gets shot in cold blood. Yeah, and they just they they didn't close the Capitol for that day. Not even for just a no, few. No, they hours. gave and her they... murderer a medal. Exactly because he was a, de- a Democrat Party contributor. And he was a All loyal foot soldier for the mafia. They you know, that's a cushy job. job. You get you get yeah, on that exactly. police department, oh, they got a buffet table. Look what they did to Sotomayor. Poor thing, ballooned up like a plumber. Thank you very much, Jan. 312-642-5600. Let's get my guy in before we go to break. Hold on there, squirrel. I need to keep those little hands in your pockets. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, buddy. Happy New Year's. Dittos. How are you? Hey, Sean, I don't know about your bum rap and all the fat guys. You know, there's some former fat guys out there. Sometimes you just lay off a couple of the Big Macs and exercise a little bit. You don't need no $3,000 shot. motivated you through humiliating you on terrestrial radio? Who shamed you into becoming the uh, handsome figure you are today? That's right, it was me. See, that's how you help these fatties. You point out the ridiculousness of their physiques. They become ashamed. They start walking and exercising. Next thing you know, we don't have these billion-dollar problems. 100 million Americans on Medicaid. 85% of them because they're obese. 312-642-5600. Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. 
He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. We've got all these clips. Squirrel, did you hear from the... I'm not... She's not my first lady. This... this Joe Biden's mistress. And especially take care of your health this year. Go get that COVID vaccine and get your flu shot. <laughs> well, we are looking forward to a big celebration tonight. <laughs> yeah, that'll help you. That'll help. I don't think it will help you. In fact, I want the data. I want the data on all of these people dropping dead, the uptick in deaths. I want some answers. I mean, I guess it could be they can't get the obesity drug, the fat slob Democrats. Robust medication that is very effective and safe and we can't give it to them because insurance won't cover it i, I ever tell you squirrel when i uh, told my uncle i said hey, i'm gonna go join a health club this is in 1984 and uh at that time it was 50 dollars a month he slapped me and said what do you mean you're gonna join a health club get on the floor and do 200 push-ups do 200 push-ups in the morning do 200 push-ups at night I'll buy you that. I got the dumbbells in the garage. Go lift them till you can't lift your arms anymore. Join a health club. See, but those were all kinds of weird days. Those were days when admirals weren't men in skirts pretending to be women. So health professionals have a critical role to play. We must continue to expand their work to address health misinformation directly. Here's, here's some health, real information, not misinformation. You are a man. Stop wearing women's clothes. Freak! Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Take my call. Man, I had a couple of real important points to make. Brother, you are so right on the money. You are so right on the money with this here uh, McCarthy stuff. Uh, that's unbelievable. I was listening to these guys doing the day take different people. Oh, yeah, let them get in there. You know, it's better than, uh, you know, what could happen otherwise. And, oh, he's not that bad. And he's pretty, all that stuff. He's really? a rotten swamp creature. He's a rotten swamp creature. Wait a minute. I just want to get this straight. You're talking about guys who are not supporters of the Democrat mafia, Republican commentators, supposedly yes, I am. opposition to yes. Democrat. And they're saying, Making I'm, me gonna, sick. I'm going to tell you right now, then you just, you, you better start listening to disco again. You got the hair for it. Go ahead. Yeah, I know, baby. Hey, you're right. Now, listen. So here's the thing. For any of the listeners out there, I'll tell you one of the things that really rubbed me, and I, 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 I didn't forget about it. When uh, when that pack of dogs came after uh, Trump with that uh, all that phony stuff with January six and all that stuff like that, and McCarthy was right there and he had an opportunity to stick by Trump and be faithful. No, no, man, he threw him under the bus. He got out there on the air. He says, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got Trump's got responsibility on this. Oh yeah, he. Yeah. You could see it. And I'll tell you what. If it takes one by one, and here uh, McCarthy, one one swamp creature. If it takes one by one to get rid of him, it's worth it, no matter what the heck happens. And because I'll tell you when you got what. I read a, an article today where uh, Trump was uh, talking about starting a third party and going off on his own. I don't necessarily support Trump's policies, all of them. I support a lot of them, but not all of them. I blame Trump for the economic shutdown, and I blame Trump for naming a Pfizer-induced vaccine warp speed. He fell right into the trap. But him starting a third party is exactly what this country needs. And I don't give a rip if he doesn't win or not, because if another step and fetch political whore wins, I don't really care if he's a Republican or Democrat. So we're going to have to go through some pain. 
But to me, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference if McCarthy's the speaker or Nancy Pelosi's the speaker, because McCarthy will stick to the same government supremacy that Nancy Pelosi implemented and became very rich doing. So he's another war from California. Thank you for the call. Pete in Plainfield, I got about 40 seconds. You there? I'm here. All right, here's what I got to say. McCarthy's a piece of dirt. I grew up in Mullis Park. I know how this crap works. These guys need to go. All of them need to go. McCarthy's a dirtbag, scumbag piece of garbage. He got it. I couldn't agree more. You see, you give the guys from Mullis Park a microphone, they'll start swearing. But they're right. He's absolutely right. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The only thing that can destroy a free market is a corrupt government. That's what is happening in our lifetime. That's what you're experiencing now. There's a reason this political whore was supported by Wall Street. There's a reason this political whore was supported by Big Pharma, the military-industrial complex. There's a reason there was support for stealing an election. The stock market, the last guy's measure of everything, is about 20% higher than it was when my predecessor was there. Now, to a Democrat, they just nod like stupid seals staring at a ball. I don't mean Paul Pelosi. I know what you're thinking. This is a lie, another pathological, bald-faced lie. The only thing that's parabolic since Joe Biden usurped the office is the cost of our life called inflation, the devaluation of our dollar. The economy ahead is a perfect storm, a tsunami of an implosion of the American empire. E.J. Antoni from Heritage, what say you? Uh, I'd say that's pretty spot on, although the one thing that's really giving me hope today, Sean, is watching the establishment squirm here in D.C. as the hardliners refuse to give ground when it comes to the Speaker of the House. It's refreshing. I really, it really is a, a moment of optimism. I love it. And I hope to God they have the fortitude to hold out, because what Kevin McCarthy represents is a continuation down the path of bankruptcy, of the collapse of the American empire. What he represents is the political prostitution that brought us to this point. And is, from what I saw in the last time I was doing my show, it looks like more Congress birthing people and others are starting to agree with that. Is that right? I think so. And, you know, I think it's really coming back to bite McCarthy now. How many times he promised the American people that his block of voters, you know, the, the Republicans in Congress, were, and specifically the House, were not going to vote for all these crazy Democrat-sponsored spending bills. And then they turned around and repeatedly broke that. And maybe that was McCarthy's fault. Maybe it wasn't. I, I don't know at the end of the day. But what I do know is the buck stops with him. And he has repeatedly failed the American people. And I think today he's bearing the consequences of that. And this is something, you know, the economy, I remember when I was a kid and I was getting started, 
at the Mercantile Exchange. I was 18 years old, and I would talk to all the older guys that I wanted to emulate, the guys that made something out of themselves. And they always had that vast picture of the macro economy, bringing it down to the micro situation. And the macro economy is like a boa whip. The handle is the policy. And that controls the stream, and that controls the snap. And what people don't realize is why we were thriving during the Trump years is because what he did when he first got to office. I want you to hear this. The Trump administration is set to pull back a lot of rules on methane emissions and that sort of thing that were scored under his predecessor, Barack Obama. Blake Berman has the latest. This is one of the reasons, by the way, why... So oil- he pulled back the regulations on the eco-fascism, the eco-Nazism. He allowed the American energy companies to have the comfort to know that they could do what they do and, and rebuild the energy sector, which is the most important common denominator of all the economy. When Joe Biden took that away, those ramifications aren't a microwave action. But now at this point, two years into his usurpation, we're going to really start feeling it unless we have Republican representatives really restrain their own power. Isn't that true? And so much of what Joe Biden has done, I don't care if it's environmental regulation or if it's pseudo regulation involving student loans, whatever the case may be, these are overreaches of executive authority. They are usurpations, as you put it, of congressional authority. And what you need in those instances is for Congress to sue the president. But because they've been controlled by the same party and they're complicit in this unconstitutional behavior, they haven't done that, which is why we've had to have these crazy student loan lawsuits where it's a question of, okay, who has standing, because the people who actually have standing are, are, again, complicit in this scheme, and they don't want to sue. They want to watch it go through. Something that's been um, astonishing to me is that uh, labor force participation is still on its ass, for lack of a better word. And the American people have been corrupted through an ever-growing welfare system. Last time I had you on, we discussed the nuances of making six figures while never leaving the comfort of your paid-for bedroom. And this is something that needs to be tackled as well. Is there enough fortitude to do what needs to be done and pull back the handouts to the welfare roaches in our society? Right now, I don't think so. You know, what's going to take, I think, another round of elections to finally get the right people in there who will do the right thing. And I think it's probably going to take a little bit more economic pain until the American people are willing to exert the right amount of political pressure needed on their representatives to ensure that they do the right thing. One of the things I'm also watching, and I know uh, you know this is a little specific, but one of the things I'm also watching is the glee and celebration of the government supremacists as Tesla stock implodes, as they try to impugn uh, Elon Musk and his ventures in his company. And I say this with no interest in any of them. I'm not a supporter. I didn't like the subsidized aspects of Tesla in the first place. So, you know, to see it come to its uh, level is fine with me. But the reality is government is very open in its favoritism of companies and citizens. And it's, it's also very comfortable um, utilizing its force against those it disagrees with. Is that something we'll see more of this year, in your opinion? I, I think so. But, but again, hopefully we get some pushback from the House. It, it really is amazing, though, on the topic of, of Tesla, 
how that was a darling company of the left just a couple of years ago, but that was before Elon had the audacity to break up their media monopoly and buy Twitter. And then imagine this in the United States of America, have free speech, have open dialogue, allow debate. I mean, that is the real reason why he and therefore Tesla are hated by the left. And you need to look no further uh, than the, the latest omnibus to see how much they are hated because his SUVs are lighter and more efficient than their competitors from, let's say, GM or, or wherever else. Yes. Right. Because his vehicles are lighter and more efficient, they don't receive the same tax credit. Well, that's just a that's that's a trick that is so obvious, you know. But only somebody who's involved in the minutia like you knows knows that. There's another little tidbit that came out today that I found shocking, and I didn't hear anybody push back on it. And I watch Fox Business. Uh, I flip around, but that's the one I primarily have on. Um, he beat a record with fourth quarter sales of Teslas. He sold more than he ever has before, but because it's phrased. He fell short of Wall Street expectations. His stock gets slapped and crushed, and they put the sell. So this is open and notorious collusion between a government that wants to take on the leading seller of their electric vehicles, knowing that he sells more than all the government-subsidized companies combined. So this is an attack that would have made old man Rockefeller smile because he thought he was the only one that was under attack by his government. Right. And, you know, once again, though, I think there's two things to remember. Number one is this is just a perfect example of how the left puts politics before everything else. When you and I invest, we do so because we're looking for a dollar. We're looking for a return. That comes first. But for the left, it's political ideology and yeah. everything else is secondary, including humanity. You know, but, but the other I think the other thing to remember is when events like this happen is the manipulation by the left, it rarely ever lasts. It is very easy to do the short term and very difficult to maintain in the long term. Times like this are usually buying opportunities for people with a level head. Yeah, and that's a, that's a very good point. But to see the open attack by government on this particular individual, I mean, I think, it, it, you know, I'm going to talk about it. I want to bring attention to it because people have to realize this has nothing to do with the company that by all fundamentals is doing exactly what it should be, and in some cases setting records as it did in the fourth quarter. This is about the propaganda the government is able to manipulate through a corrupted media to get, and also the donors of Wall Street, to have them, in essence, destroy this one guy's company. It really shows you how, how comfortable they are exhibiting that power and how corrupt our system really is. Right, and think of all the jobs, think of all the people that uh, Elon Musk employs at Tesla. Think of all of the infrastructure that he has paid for with his company. I mean, these are all things that the left supposedly loves, but apparently they don't love as much as their own political ideology. And to get in the weeds a little bit, too, on Trump, this is another aspect, I think, is, is an opportunity for people to explain how important capitalism is and how important property ownership is. This guy pays hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes through a variety of different property taxes and sales taxes of maintenance of those properties, and not to mention the employees and the rest of it. Yet his personal taxes are a, a rolled through Congress in a political stunt to have the public opinion of exactly what this guy does turn 
So you can tap that covetous nature of all fascists and Marxists and communists and Democrats so that they hate the man without understanding exactly what an asset that business is, he is, those buildings are. And it plays over to a company like Macy's, 140 years old, whatever it is. They're closing 150 stores, and it wasn't mentioned on business news today. The ramifications of that, can you quantify what a devastation that is to the economy when Macy's closes 150 retail stores? Well, I can tell you, obviously, it's going to have a huge negative impact on the next uh, jobs read for retail. Um, but no, I mean, there's, there's no way really to, to find out what the entire ripple effect of that is going to be. We're just have to, unfortunately going to buckle up and watch as things fall apart around us. But what's really amazing, I think, with the whole uh, Trump tax return story and liberals, this just shows you how incredibly uh, myopic they are and how they they can't even see beyond their own noses. The tax returns that they released from Trump show that he actually got poorer while in office. Now, I know using the word poorer to describe a billionaire sounds kind of weird, but it's true. He made less money because of his time in office. I would love to compare that to the tax returns of Joe Biden, of McConnell, of McCarthy, of Pelosi, and see how is it they got so rich while in office. You know, the reason I love capitalism is because it gives everybody a shot, but it's simple in its complexity. And the complexity is the benefits of a simple success, right? That one simple success benefits untold. You, you can't quantify how many people it benefits by one man, rich man, building one mansion. And all of the trickle, they call it trickle down, but it's really spreading out of that money. So as a government targets that and guarantees it will attack more of that, can you in essence be bullish on a macro market? My answer is no. I'm interested to know what your thoughts are. Sean, I think that's exactly right. You you can't be bullish on that. uh, Junius Morgan, the father of J.P. Morgan Sr., once told his son, always but always be a bull on America. And I would say that today, except that America is not what it was in the middle of the 19th century. It did not have the massive nanny state, the massive regulatory state, the massive structure of taxation and spending. And all of those things have been a choke collar around the neck of a free market economy. And until we start to get rid of those things, we are going to continue to choke the beast. And the hidden data... I mean, you're an expert in this field. You're an economist. You're an expert in, in you know, shifting through the minutia of the data. But they, 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 for the first time in, in economic history, the government said a recession is not two retracting quarters. And they somehow sold that, and citizens and morons and mafia members continued to buy that tagline. However, the definition of a depression, in my definition, in history is when inflation overtakes assets of private property. So Joe Biden wants to tell the people that his that the stock market, which in essence is a mere reflection of private companies and their, their value, is up 20%. Well, it's not. The Dow Jones is up barely 10%. But the compounded inflation of Joe Biden's years is at 15%. How is that not getting news? You know, it, again, it's absolutely amazing the control that the left has 
over the media. And you may think even uh, even some more of the allegedly conservative media outlets would be talking about this, and yet they're not. And yet they're not. What are they focused on? They're focused on the fact that McCarthy didn't get uh, the speakership yeah. again, which just goes to show you that the so-called conservative outlets are not really conservative. They're establishment. EJ, this is the third time in modern history that that's happened, by the way. That two years of compounded inflation uh, uh, took the lead over the stock market. It happened in the 70s with Jimmy Carter, and it happened with FDR in the Depression. Do you think ultimately this failure of the Biden administration will be undeniable in these next years? Because I'll take that as a win, just so these imbecile zombies can stop walking around like they have superiority or a virtue that the rest of us that don't support Democrat whores don't have. Do you think maybe we can rub their nose in the failure that is the Biden facts? I, I do. I think we will be able to do that because Good. I think things are going to continue to deteriorate. We Good. just got two more uh, purchasing manufacturer index reads today, and both of them showed manufacturing in contractionary territory. Manufacturing usually leads the rest of the market when it comes to these downturns. Things are not looking good by any stretch of the imagination. I just want to be on one of these panels once and look at these frauds, these lipstick salesmen, and say, what the hell is wrong with you? Can you pull your head out of your ass long enough to look at the actual fact that unless we change course, that $32 trillion will be $64 trillion, will be ultimate bankruptcy, and you'll take America and turn us into a third-world hellhole like Chicago? You know, and speaking of which, I don't know if you saw the, the latest Census Bureau data, but over the last uh, 12 months or so, Illinois has literally had more people leave the state than stay there to die. The state has had so many people flee, mostly because of high taxes and crime, that it has effectively doubled Illinois' death rate. You know, that I could take it, yeah, not to mention, I want to take my relatives out of Queen of Heaven. I don't even want their corpses there. Get everybody the hell out of there. In the meantime... E.J. Antoni, thank you, the people at Heritage, for what you do. I truly appreciate you making yourself available to me to discuss the collapse and corruption that is the Biden administration. Thank you very much. John, thank you for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. You two. Love him. He's an Irish communist, isn't he? All right. That son of a gun can sing. Not to mention, I still have my Bono leather jacket. Looks smashing in its world. Would look like a dress on you. In the meantime, another atrocity in the sewer, run by Democrat mafia members, at least yours is fat and portly, kind of looks like a hippo. Three, if you believe it or not, is almost here. And among other things, this means new laws that are taking effect. We know about the much-discussed Safety Act, but there are others, plenty of them. Sean Lewis joining us with details on some of the changes we can expect. Good morning. Good morning to both of you. In fact, there are 185 Three laws. Wow. Springfield was very busy. In 185 laws. Oh, by, God. By July, you'll be paying 45 cents a gallon in just Illinois corruption taxes and fees so that these fat pigs can... Not only look like Pritzker, but get those buttery soft hands as they wait for their compound interest. 
2022. All of these laws go into effect on Sunday, increasing the minimum wage to new benefits for medications. Among the most discussed new laws are those portions of the safety. How did this system get to the, the bigger scumbag you are, the more unable, the more unwilling you are to be a decent human being, the more money you get, and they take it away from those who work. This is what I knew Obamacare would lead to, the, the, you, you, just the, the growth of the welfare roach. Act that go into effect on January 1st, the Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Today law oh, will abolish the cash bail system in the state, which critics say unfairly targeted low-income and minority populations. Sure they did. Other portions that go into effect include the ability to file complaints on police officers anonymously and increases the number of departments. That's in the- great. Not only, Squirrel, did I get a security system that is second to none. I had a relative that everyone was afraid of, but he loved me since I was a kid. Dangerous son of a gun, you know. And uh, he didn't have a place to live. I gave him my basement. So he's down there right now sharpening all kinds of knives and utensils. And I can tell you this, he's not calling 911, but you'll be calling them on him. In the meantime, my dog is safe there state required to have body-worn cameras for officers. An amendment signed by Governor Pritzker earlier this month sought to correct several of the most controversial elements to which law enforcement agencies had objected. Also on the books, a raise for some Illinois workers. The state minimum wage goes up to $13. It's like the Soviet Union, where if you work for the commissar, you're far better off than if you're just a regular schlep citizen. That's how you know you got to get out of there. And no, I didn't bring the dog here. I, the dogs aren't allowed in my building, Squirrel. Not to mention she's not really my dog. My niece dropped her off for me to watch her 13 years ago. Never picked her up. Valerie in Chicago. <laughs> hey, Sean. How are you? What the how? heck are you talking about the dog? My dog, my dog was a Boston you? Terrier who I named Mo. After a combination of Mo Green from The Godfather and Mo Sizzlack from The Simpsons, he had these bulgy eyes. And that handsome son of a gun died at 16. Now, this other oh, one, this, this one that was this abandoned dog, just keeps hanging on. She's like Joe Biden. She won't go down. Go ahead. You know what? Hold on. I have three cats. I have a you what and stupid. Oh. And yeah. So you named them all after and Democrats. I'm- all right. Go ahead. No, it was actually, it was actually um, um, my two guys. Anyway, um, the right, reason I called is show. because, well, kind of, sort of, but that's beside the point. Um, anyway, I called for two reasons. Of course, we need jiggly balls out of office. Ooh. Beetlejuice needs to take a long, take a ride on her penis and get oh, out oh, of this city. Uh, we're going to let Jiggly go, but I can't let that one go, Valerie. It's always the girls with the sweetest names. They're always the ones. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. See, what a tragedy, but what a voice. Man, I love this chick. Love her. Tragic, tragic story. And another reason not to do drugs. Before I switch topics, Pat in Chicago. Sean, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, kid. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Doing well. I uh, really... 
Yeah, I stayed safe. Everything's okay. We're rocking and rolling. Looking Good. forward to things coming up. Did you hear about that that uh, security guard, the bouncer at the uh, hookah lounge that got shot? What a tragedy that was. Tragedy. Not surprised, though. No, no. Oh, go ahead, buddy. What did you have? Well, so I, I was just wondering if you might be able to enlighten me a little bit on how this Speaker of the House scenario works out. You know, I'm not overly privy to the political process, and that's why you've been such a great help to me over the last three-plus years. Oh, um, but So I want you, you know, to hear this. How Stay to, on the line with me. Stay on the line. That, here's the thing. Okay. As Speaker of the House, I have awesome power. She's right. <laughs> Speaker of the House has awesome power. See, the most important aspect of government in a republic is the representative closest to the people. That's Congress. That's why they're elected every two years, so that if they screw the people, you take them by their collar and you throw their ass out of office. We don't do that anymore, but the principles are still there. The House controls the money. So if you have a standout, principled speaker... All of the agenda of the fascist, of the Fourth Reich, of the Democrat mafia, all of it can be nullified. They just stopped spending the money. They can do that. The speaker has to be the one that has the most fortitude, that is the most unwavering, that can't be bought. That is not Kevin McCarthy. He is a whore that would make Nancy Pelosi jealous. Who else is in the pipeline for this? What would be the ideal outcome? For me, for it's somebody who doesn't want it. See, because that's the other thing. You don't have to want it. You just have to be nominated by your peers. So Jim Jordan is a great guy. I love him. I would love to see him in. I think he can do some major, major damage. I also think Byron Donalds, for, who is my congressman here in southwest Florida, is phenomenal. I would love to see him. I want somebody who's embarrassed by it. Somebody who doesn't want it. And here's another caveat. You don't have to be a congressman to be nominated speaker. So you could nominate Elon Musk. I don't care. Trump, I don't care. Throw a wrench in the system. Take advantage of the tools the founders, by establishing a republic, gave us. Or call it a day and secede. Those are your options, as far and, as I'm concerned. And so, and so it'd be us reaching out to our Congress folk, being like, this is who we want to be the speaker, and then they would elect that person, and then they'd go out for vote. Because of technology, you don't have to go through your, I don't know who you're, you probably got Raja, or you got uh, Chewy Garcia, who, who was my congressman when I lived in Elmwood Park, the Vato local. He, it, calling him isn't going to do any good for anything. You can call Congress itself. You can call the Republican aspect of Congress. You can call congressmen who aren't yours and just tell them you support them and you want to be a constituent. But you have to make it understand. What you saw tonight, the only reason I'm really optimistic, is you had people defect who supported him first. That Now I think we're up to 16 or 17. They said, I won't want. That's great. This scoundrel needs to be put in a corner and move on. I don't care. It has to be somebody else. If you want to stand a chance and keep the republic the way it is, together. Sure. That's what I think. Enlightening? You're the man, Sean. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the call very much. Bye. And there's a, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. In the meantime, there's a lot of other things going on that Congress people have an input in. For instance, foreign policy. Because I had to go to another country to get this information. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un entered the new year with a wow. He has sworn to mass-produce battlefield nuclear weapons. And this spells bad news 
for South Korea and the U.S. At now you see, Kim Jong-un, the only guy built like a Chicago Democrat woman, the only fat guy in North Korea, he's got nukes. He was quiet when Trump was in office because Trump could reason to him and he intimidated him because Trump is a man, not some old woman on a golf course from Caddyshack Part 2. That's a peach, son. No. Trump was able to shake his little tiny buttery hand like Pritzker and say, stop monkeying around, silly, with your shimp hairdo, or I'll straighten you out. He's running wild now. And the Biden administration, their agenda is to not let the American people know. Such a time, one would expect the allies to be on the same page. But the leaders of the U.S. and South Korea are making contradictory statements. They don't seem to be on the same page. Yoon Suk-yul says that the U.S. and South Korea... By the way, that's a rough name, huh, Squirrel? Yoon Suk-yul. Do you like your chicken spicy? Discussing joint nuclear exercises, but Biden has denied having any such discussions. What's really going on here? Our next report bringing you the details. North Korea is amping up its nuclear arsenal. Leader Kim Jong-un has called for developing new intercontinental ballistic missiles that would be capable of striking the U.S. mainland. He has... That's it. I want that solved yesterday. I know I have to get used to supporting the, the only country with the cojones enough to celebrate a Nazi like Stefan Bandera's birthday on January 1st. I know we gave him $110 billion and we're fighting a proxy war with the other oligarch country, Russia. But I don't give a rip about the, foreign, the former Soviet Union. I know what they do. This is a guy who ain't got nothing to lose. This is a dangerous caballero. About to mass dictate. produce battlefield nuclear weapons, which would target South Korea. Experts say Kim aims to use his enlarged weapons arsenal for concessions. West See, and he doesn't need Lockheed Martin. He's got China. His weapons are endless. He doesn't need our blessing. He doesn't want our economic terrorism. He's interested in the ideology of spreading communism worldwide. He's a dangerous cobbler on a threat to you and me. So you need a Congress that's going to push back against financial atrocities in this country and foreign challenges in others. 312-642-5600. Incoming! Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Yeah, I'm telling you, Squirrel, it's going to be hard to get around Jiggly Balls. It's so far my favorite episode. Uh, let's go to Robert and Blind now. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. May Stefan Bandera, hopefully he's working the glory hole in hell. Go ahead. Yeah, right. Well, what they, the Congress needs to get, stop sitting on their hands, get some, whoever it is, get the person, the Speaker of the House, and then you can start putting some pressure on the North Koreans and get some things done in this country and turn the country around 
slowly but surely. What do you think? Well, it's a crucial. If it doesn't happen now, it won't happen, and then secession is your only move. But here's the other thing you have to recognize. If this particular moron was qualified to be speaker, the what you saw today would have never happened. He proved himself unfit and unable by today. He shouldn't be the leader of anything. He should sit in the corner and shut his mouth and wait for his bribes the way he's been doing for the last, what, 16 years that he's been in office? So that's what he should be doing, maybe 17. Thank you, Robert. He's just one of the young guns. Eric Cantor, another scoundrel, another scumbag. And the other thing is, how come nobody talks to the leaders? You notice that? We're in the year 2023. The whole world, for two years, lived by communicating through electronics. Nobody wants to talk to anybody. We're just pretending it's 1943. And we have to keep giving money to corrupt governments rather than make the world safe by communicating the way Donald Trump did. Nobody talks to anybody. And, you know, I was really kind of a junkie about information and video clips and news information. I stumbled across something that shocked me. Shocked me. Because like you, I was told John Lennon was a communist and the Beatles. And he may be. He may be. Or may have been, excuse me. But he had a, a news interview I found interesting. If, if anybody can put on paper what our government and the American government, etc., and the Russian, Chinese, what they are actually trying to do, you know, and how, what they think they're doing, mm. I'd be very pleased to know what they think they're doing. I think they're all insane. You know, but you know it's interesting. You're told your whole life, John Lennon, communist, he might have been. But he had some interesting points. What exactly is the purpose of what our foreign policy is worldwide? What are you trying to do? And why aren't you communicating? Rather than fighting a proxy war where we're supposed to celebrate the idea that 63 families in Russia lost their kids, and that's a win for us somehow? And we should be celebrating the bags of money that are disappearing, that are our money from around the country? I, I, I don't like that. The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. So am I supposed to forget about this because 63 Russian soldiers were killed with our weapons? Is that, is that what we're supposed to do and then we fall into the game? I don't know, man. I think uh, John Lennon may have had a point. If, if anybody can put on paper what our government and the American government, etc., and the Russian, Chinese, what they are actually trying to do, you know, on how, what they think they're doing. Mm. I'd be very pleased to know what they think they're doing. I think they're all insane. You know, but I'm liable to be put away as insane for expressing that. We can get peace now if we want it now. And the left wing talk about giving the power to the people. You know, anybody knows that the people have the power. All we have to do is awaken the power in the people. But the system is so geared that everybody believes that just the father will fix everything. The father being the government. John Lennon was right about that. And we are right about making sure Kevin McCarthy never becomes the Speaker of the House. Do your job. Call congressmen you agree with and support them through this. And insist that they reject the political whore Kevin McCarthy. I'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.